Good morning, afternoon, evening, and night, everybody, and welcome back to another Politoco podcast episode. Now, in the last episode and in the intro, I also I said that I was going to do an episode once every two weeks, but I'm scrapping that. I think I'm going to do every week because a it's a bit more frequent, and b I'm really enjoying these. I really enjoy making them and uploading them. It's a great little hobby that I'm just getting into, and I really just want to continue on and be persistent with the uploads so i think once a week will be a bit more fun and it gives me something else to do so for this episode i kind of wanted to talk about something that i mentioned in the last episode which was about a walk that i did for a charity called calm and i wanted to basically just talk about what happened where did i walk how did i feel and just give just kind of delve into it because it's a big achievement that i reached in my life and i'm quite proud of it and i would like to talk a bit more on that subject. So firstly, I want to just introduce Calm. So what is Calm? Calm itself is a suicide prevention charity. The acronym Calm stands for Campaign Against Living Miserably and it's essentially a charity which has helplines and has different things to help fight suicide. And there's a really heartbreaking statistic that they have on their website. And it says that every week, 125 people take their own life in the UK alone. That's only in the UK, no other countries, 125 people, which is heartbreaking. So I wanted to do my small part in joining in with the fundraiser and help try and stand up to suicide. So what was this walk? Well, the walk was called the Lost Hours Walk, and it was held on October the 29th. And... There was a reason why it was October the 29th is because that's when the daylight saving starts. So the the clocks go an hour back and then that's when we step forward against suicide. It's quite a clever thing that they, that they came up with. So you could do the walk. I think it was throughout October. I think that's when the fundraiser was kind of started was you could do it any time during October. But they they basically pushed for people to do it on the 29th because that was when the hours rolled back and we stepped forward against suicide, hence the lost hours walk. So I wanted to now talk about what did I do? How did I go about things, etc, etc. So starting from the very beginning of the day is when I woke up, I think I woke up at about 3.30 in the morning or something along those lines. I did wake up early and I got myself some breakfast. I think I had some muesli and omelette, uh, fried egg sandwich and stuff. And so that gave me a lot of energy to start the day off right and to get walking and just to go for it, which was a very good start to the day. So I officially started my walk at 5.24 in the morning and that was when I was outside of my uni accommodation and I pressed start on my GPS and that's when I just began to walk at, for a long, long time. And so the first thing that I did was I walked to Sterling and basically it's about, I'd say about, three kilometers or something four kilometers down to sterling so it wasn't too bad that was the first landmark that i you know needed to hit and once i got to sterling i walked straight down straight through sterling uh, down south because that's where i was heading and i walked along the a72 and this place called alkenbawi i'm not 100 sure if i'm saying that right but alkenbawi was the 10 kilometer mark that i hit which was a you know, quite a big thing for me, and I think I hit that uh, just over an hour, maybe. 
I'm not 100% sure. It might have been an hour and a half into it. Um, or just a bit more. So I hit the 10 kilometer mark at Alcombawi, which I was really quite happy about because that was a big step. Because the total distance that I did do, I think, was about 47 kilometers. I thought it was going to be 43, but apparently it was longer because I had to walk four extra kilometers for some reason. Now, walking past Alcombawi, which I was walked along the A872 for a while. I think it was about an hour and a bit where I was just constantly walking down this one road, which was quite windy, quite straight and at times. And I finally reached Dunny Pace, which was about 13.8 kilometers away from where I started. So finally got to another town type thing, which is just outside of this place called Denny. And continued to walk, and I walked through Herbertshire Castle Park, which is, there was a little football field there, which is quite nice. And it's not where I was meant to go. With the GPS that I was following, it told me to continue walking along the road, but I would I rather walked through nature and not roads. So happily walked along some football fields and some trees and a stream and everything. It was very, very nice. And that was actually the first time where... Because I recorded all of this and I, I put it onto YouTube and I did put the link in the last podcast. I'll also put it in this one. And I really wanted to be cool. So what I did was there was a little bridge that was crossing um, a little stream. And I went towards the end of the bridge. I put down my camera, like my GoPro. I walked all the way back to the start of the bridge. Walked all the way across the bridge, past the camera to walk back. Stop the video and pick it up again just so that I had a cool little shot to put into the video that I made. Anyways, so after that I walked along the outskirts of Denny, like I said, and I finally got to a little playground after 16 kilometers, and that was where my first proper break was. And that's why I had um, some energy gels that I that I had brought prior. So I had some of them, I had a bar, I had some water. I really just regenerated myself before continuing on to this countryside type thing. So I walked uh, just underneath the M80 and it went from being kind of in a suburban type area underneath the M80 and then you'd pop out essentially just in the countryside. And it was quite it was quite funny, quite a drastic change. And I loved it. It was it wasn't too cold, it wasn't too warm. It was just right really for what I was wearing. And just walked along the countryside for I'd say an hour and a half or so. Just farmland animals. There were some really cute signs that I saw, which I've also, everything everything that I'm really talking about, you can see the majority of it on the video. Um, but I'm, obviously I'm talking about it, so I'm going to talk about it in a bit more detail. But walk through the countryside for about an hour and a half, which was nice. And there was, this is quite funny, there was about a row of about 10 houses, only 10 houses, which was called Brayface. And that's, it, oh, that's its own name in the middle of the countryside. It actually had a name called Brayface for about 10 houses. And then I continued walking a little bit and I arrived at this place called Banknock. And I said it in the video. I said Banknock in the video. But I actually don't know how to say it. I you, I think it's called Banknock. It's literally B-N-K-N-O-C-K. So I don't know if it's Banknock or Bannock or Bannock. I really do not know. So I'm calling it Banknock. Um, and yeah, so I, I got down to Banknock and I walked along the road for a bit. And it was about half a kilometer or so down the road and I saw this sign for a quarry and I remember seeing on the map that there was no quarry that I was meant to walk past 
So I checked my map again and I realized, crap, I've walked a bit too far. So I had to walk all the way back and I finally found my turning and I had to walk down the turning and then that was all good. And I walked over some train tracks and stuff and I came to the Board Park Film and TV Studio. And that's famous for where they film quite a bit of Outlander, which is a very popular TV show about Scottish stuff and um, time travel. I've, I've never seen it, so I can't really say anything about it, but it is a very famous TV show. So after I walked that, I walked along the B816 for a little bit until I came to a dual carriageway and I had to walk along the dual carriageway, which was slightly treacherous and I didn't feel quite comfortable, but I walked along the dual carriageway to a nice little forest on the outskirts of Cumbernauld. And I walked through the forest, walked through this place with some really nice log cabins that I can remember, walked across another dual carriageway, and after about 29.2 kilometers, I finally took a proper break. I sat down for the first time since since really the, the playground, to be honest. Finally sat down, and I had some sandwiches that I made. I had some more of those energy gels. I had some water. I had some stuff to eat and drink. And I just stopped for about 20 minutes because I needed it. My The soles of my feet were starting to really, really hurt at this time. Uh, my back was starting to ache a little bit. Um... But the temperature was still quite nice. It wasn't too bad. The, it was quite overcast, so it wasn't too sunny. But it wasn't raining at this time. So it was quite, you know, it was, I'd say it was prime weather for for this walk, which I was quite, you know, quite chuffed about. And after I had this little break, I finally emerged out and I walked around of Combernold until I was on a straight road towards Airdrie on the A73. And... Around this time, it was about 33 kilometers or so was at this point when I was on the A73. And that's when it started to rain. And that was not fun. Luckily, I had a waterproof and I had a waterproof um, cover that I could put over my bag, which was which I was really happy that I did bring. So it started to rain only lightly at first. It was just a drizzle, but it was just constant. So I was I was getting quite soaked until I put my rain jacket on walked and then it started to get heavier and heavier and heavier over time and it was it was not fun so whilst walking down this a73 i walked past this place called stand and i really really wanted to take a video or just a picture of me sitting down in front of the sign that says stand but it was pouring it down and i was not in the mood i just had to continue walking because i still had another about 10 kilometers to go so i walked past stand and continued down until i got to airdrie and along that road of the A73 was when I checked the amount of money that I had raised for the walk that I did. And I realized that I surpassed six, £600, which is a massive achievement. Um, at the beginning, I really didn't expect much. I was going to be happy if I got to £100. Um, and then it just kind of got more and more and more. And, you know, um, I had my... I, my parents, I want to thank them because they they got it out to a lot of people in Shanghai who really, really kindly donated. Also, a lot of my friends here in Sterling, uh, they also donated and kind of shared it around. So that was really, really kind of all them to do. And obviously, I have friends from, from Germany and Maastricht and the Netherlands and just places in Europe where people were so kind to donate things. And I couldn't have been happier. So if any of you guys are listening... Thank you very much for those donations. I really, really appreciate it.
So continue walking down past stand and past and got to Airdrie finally. And I had a little pit stop at the Airdrie Leisure Centre where I kind of sat down for a little bit because I knew this was kind of the last the last stretch. Or at least I thought so. I didn't realise how long the stretch was. I thought it was a lot shorter than I, I thought because I've been to Airdrie quite a few times. That's where one of my uncles lives. But it was a lot further than I had thought. So I finally got my bag up and I started walking again. And I walked past the Excelsior Stadium, which is the Airdrie Football Club Stadium. That was quite cool. Finally made my way through Airdrie. And there's this one part where it goes quite steep down a hill and up the other side. That was really, really annoying because it was just, I did not want to walk uphill anymore. I had already walked uphill, downhill, sideways too much. So finally made my way up this hill and walked, I think, for probably another half an hour or so until I finally made it to this place called Chapel Hall. Still on the A73. I'm walking on the A73 this entire time, essentially. I got to Chapel Hall, and in my mi- in my mind, I was like, right, okay, this is Chapel Hall. Next thing kind of goes downhill and then uphill, and then I'm at New House, and then I'm only a mile away. Wrong. I was so wrong at that. I, I didn't realize I had to walk quite i think i walked for maybe 20 minutes 25 minutes or so along this place and i had to go under the m80 again and finally emerged out the other side at new house and there was a garden center there which i've been to before and i knew from there it was a mile to where i was to where i was aiming to go at newer hill and i just had to keep on pushing myself through got past the garden center finally made it to the side of Newark Hill and this was after I'd say nine hours and 15 minutes or nine and a half hours or so of just constant walking and finally made my way into Newark Hill back to my house and the second I got home I just collapsed my feet were killing me I was absolutely soaked because it had been raining for the past maybe two and a half hours of walking so I was cold I was damp I was wet I was just not in the greatest shape. And I had a volleyball game the next day in Glasgow, which is great fun. But after all of this, I sat down in my house and I just checked the donations page. And I realized, I think at that time, it was about 750 to about 800 pounds worth of donations. So it had gone up by about 200 pounds since I last checked about two and a half hours earlier, which I was so happy about and I was just blown away by the amount of donations that were made and then after that I literally just went for a shower and I think I just went for a nap I was just absolutely shattered and just collapsed in bed and fell asleep and now if you take a look at the donation page we've made over 870 pounds worth of really kind sweet and caring donations from so many people and Like I said earlier, I wasn't expecting to get over a hundred pounds. And once that was hit, um, it went to 200, then 300, and it just continued to rise. And now 870 pounds is mental. And I couldn't be happier. I'm so proud of myself for doing this walk. I'm so proud of so many other people that have also done this walk. I think the total amount that was made during 
the Lost Hours walk was about £167,000 that went towards Calm and to help keep on um, providing these helplines to allow them to continue to help people in need. And I said this in the video as well, I said just knowing that all of this money has gone to such an amazing foundation and helping people around the UK and I think they do worldwide but helping people around the UK is just so special and I want to thank everybody who did donate to it. Thank you very much. It's something that I wasn't expecting, but hey-ho, here we are with £870 worth of donations, which has gone to calm to help people in need. But anyways, that was my Lost Hours walk. That was my experience. That was the walk that I did, and I would love to do it again next year, and I most definitely will do it again next year and continue to do it over the next few years and contribute every year. So thank you very much for listening. I'm glad I talked about this. I think the first few episodes that I might do on this podcast, I kind of just want to continue to introduce myself and talk about different experiences that I've been through um, and then kind of change the topic and talk about different things like the weekly news or just just any topics that come into that come into light which I which I find interesting and I would like to talk about and also bringing in other people to talk and have guests on etc etc but anyways thank you very much everybody for listening to this podcast I think from now on I'm going to try and upload every Tuesday or every Wednesday just depending on how everything plays out during the week but I'm going to be doing it every week from now on and trying to keep the consistency the best that I can. So thank you everybody again for listening, and I will see you all in the next one. See you later, guys.